gentlemen, put your hands together for Left Gallery! Laugh Gallery, where we celebrate the art of comedy and the comedy of art. Laugh Gallery, Comedy 420 series, right here with Scott Power, everybody. Scott Power! Scott Edwin Power. I'm sorry. And Katie Love, that's me. What's your middle name, Katie Love? Diane. Katie Diane Love. Katie D. Love. Katie L. Sounds like a shipping company, Katie L. Yeah, I like that. What would I ship? Love. Ship and love. Just a bunch of weird shit with heart shapes. Everything in heart shapes. Hey, how's your vino? I'm getting a little low. Yeah. Tap me off or tap me up. This is not a drinking podcast, but. But we're drinking it out of um, like these iced tea. What are these called? Like jam jars. Why do you drink necessity? What do they call these? Oh, these are like the mason jars, but they're not mason. These are like the imposter. These are Kerr self-sealing. Oh, no, this is mason. This is mason right there. I just have, have not seen that particular embossing before. Yeah, nobody cares. All right. Yeah, this was. Um, I think this is. I think this might be fucking like a knockoff. So Mark Fernandez did comedy four twenty for us. That's four comics doing twenty minutes. And why this was such a special show for me is we had already booked him, but I had a little incident. Incident. Yeah, Katie. Ten days prior to the show, and broke my neck. I fractured my C one, which is in another episode that you can hear about. Katie, here's the thing. I don't blame you. I blame the throw rug. You know what? I threw that fucker out. Did you burn it? We should have no, fucking hung I it. I threw it out, but I took a picture of it first. Isn't that weird? That is weird. It was all crumpled up and the ambulance had already come and I had a it's neck brace on and I'm time. like, I'm going to take a picture of this. Like, I want to remember that. I don't know. I might have posted it on Facebook. But anyway, we, I, I can't remember because I was high on whatever they were giving me, Percocet or whatever. Got some? No, I do not. Come on, come off them. No, come physical on. therapy is what it's all about. Come on, let me eat um, a couple. Come on. I'm a natural healer. What? So I called Mark Fernandez and I said, hey, Mark, I need you to host the show. Not only perform in it, also need you to host. Because I was afraid about getting up and down the stairs, even though there were only two stairs. I was afraid of everything. But I was in a neck brace and I insisted that the show go on. You'll hear about that in another episode. And he was kind enough to host the show. But I've been following Mark's comedy for a while now. I think we met at Hollenbach's, which is a really fun open mic that Jim Coughlin runs every week at this cool coffee house. And we, all the I've been there. Yeah, all the veterans go there and work out their comedy. It's really bits. cool because you feel like you're sort of like inside. Yeah, you're, you're in the inside. catacombs of the insanity is when we're trying to work out these new jokes. And so I think I met Mark there, and then I've been to a couple of his shows. Just really enjoy his comedy. Very accessible on stage. Just a love bug. And he likes food. He likes food. You know, he likes to cook. And so I like to talk to him about food and carbs. And that bonded us. Food and carbs. Yeah. And love. And he's just a great guy. He's and he's great. been around for as long as I have. We've joked about it. Like, yeah. you know, at what point do you go, I'm too old to get up on stage? Never. They're going to have to roll me out of here. That's right. So he'll be around for the next, I don't know how long, 25 years at least. He'll be taking his walker upstage. But he's a great comic. Love his stuff. We ha- I do have a funny story about, about Mark. I'll be the judge of that. Yeah, well, I think it, I thought it was funny at the time. So there was, we were doing, Christ- well, I wasn't on the show, he was. 
and he was one of the players for the show in Christine Blackburn's Story Smash. And if it lands on audience, then the audience can throw out subject matters that you would have to do a one to three minute story on. And I was in the audience and I knew he had a really funny joke about coyotes that I found extremely funny. So I was in the audience and just- Unless you're, but you're not a coyote. And just to help him out, I yell from the audience, coyote, and he gets to pick it. So he was like, yay, coyote. So he picks that. (laughs) It's a joke where the punchline involves this coyote kind of like staring he and his little chihuahua dog down on the streets of Burbank, I believe, or I don't know, some lonely streets somewhere here in Los Angeles. Aren't they all lonely? Yeah. And so this coyote was showing him who was boss by shitting on a lawn. And so he just told this story about how the coyote was just sort of like doing a showdown with his own shit. Yeah. And the little dog, Mark's little dog was like, wow. And Mark was also pretty impressed by this coyote shit. I thought it was hysterical when I heard the joke. So when it came to, this is when they used to really judge it and the the judges would like give their opinions on why they didn't get enough points or whatever. And one of the judges is a prolific writer and I won't say her name here, but she really raked him over the coals and wanted to know why he was talking about feces on his opportunity to tell a story. I was like, I'm sorry, Mark. (laughs) (laughs) Because that was my idea. And we're still friends, so I feel pretty good about that. I think this is a um, fabricated story because coyote shit. No, no, no. I, I, because I think the real story is that you and Mark were in cahoots. You were a plant. He wanted you to feed him that line because he thought that that was a winner. I mean, he already had the joke written. And that's what I'm saying. It was all set up. When you're up there, it's like you got one to three minutes, depending on where you are in the show. And I'm like, ooh, he could tell this story pretty quick. And he got a lot of criticism for it. Yeah, by the way, I think he's, you know, he's coyote shaming. It's coyote shaming. It's the new, like, that's not. That's the next thing is shit shaming. Shit shit shaming. We all have to shit. Everybody shit. Boy, are we shit out of luck because we do a lot of that. We shit shame. But we can't bring Mark on after a joke like that. So now we have to cleanse the palate again. (laughs) All right, let's take a sip of wine. Okay, cheers. Yeah. All right. Okay, Mark. Mark Fernandez, we so appreciate you. You make the world a better place. He sure does. Hashtag Fern's best life. Mark Fernandez, everybody. Coming at you. Without further ado, the one and only Mark Fernandez, people. Keep going for Scott Powers, who lets us do this, you guys. One more time for Katie Love, who also is responsible for us up here to let us do this. And one more time for Sean Grant, oh my God. Hilarious, right? Wasn't he great? He was so great, I was right in the back thinking, oh shit, who's gotta follow him? Oh fuck, it's me. (sighs) Yeah, so so we saw Sean first, and he saw me. We're working our way to the white comics, so don't worry about it. Gradually, we'll get there. Before I, before I start, I want to say this. I want to say that this is a year of gratitude for me. We as a society have been through some rough shit the last couple of years, right? It's been a rough couple of years. I recently found out that my very first girlfriend passed from COVID about a month, about a month ago. Yeah, that's where I like to put the show, right? <laughs> 
I'm just saying I need you guys more than you need me. That's what, I mean. that's, that's what I'm saying. So I, I lost a couple of friends to cancer, lost my, my first girlfriend to COVID. So it's tough. It's been rough. So I'm, I'm thankful for you guys. I'm thankful for Katie and Scott for letting us do this. This is awesome. We, we need to be out and laugh. We need to laugh, right? We need this. This is great. So, yeah. But like I said, we've been through a tough time. We've learned a lot about ourselves as a society, don't you think? I think we've learned that uh, some of us are uh, racist. Any, ra any racists? Any racists here tonight? Statistically impossible? All right, great. Some of us are racist. It's fine, it's fine. I think racism is lazy hate. It's a lazy type of hate, right? Because you're just hating something you don't know anything about. You know what I mean? I was talking to a friend of mine. Where I was at a friend's house. We were watching TV. This is how I explain it. We were watching TV, and we are watching Food Network. And the chef on the show was making this incredible, crazy, exotic dish. My friend goes, uh, she goes, uh, I would hate that dish. And I'm like, have you ever tasted that dish? And she goes, no. I'm like, then how do you know? You know what I mean? Have you never even, you're hating something you never even, even tasted. That's not fair. You know what I'm, all I'm saying is, racist people out there, and I know you're out there, if you're going to be racist and you want to hate me, you should at least have the decency to taste me. That's what I think. <laughs> Be brave enough to put me in your mouth. If you hate me after that, then we can go our separate way. That's what I say. Anyway, my friend hates me. So, um, yeah, so I am uh, like a lot of comments. Well, Sean was married, but I'm single. I've never been married, never been divorced. Uh, I just have the body and bank account of someone who has. That's uh, how that works out. <laughs> you guys know who uh, Ernest Hemingway is? I, just, I, I was looking at the crowd, and I was, I'm not judging you, I'm just happy, I'm just, I'm just happy you're the age you are. That's all I'm saying. Because I can mention Ernest Hemingway, and you know who the fuck I'm talking about, you know what I mean? In a coffee house in North Hollywood, a bunch of kids like, oh, who's Ernest Hemingway? They have a fucking clue. But you guys know who Ernest Hemingway is. Anyway, here's a story about Ernest Hemingway. I heard there was an internet legend about Ernest Hemingway that supposedly, on a bar bet, he wrote a six-word story that was heartbreaking. Anyone ever hear that? You ever heard about it? Do you, you know the story? I wanted to find out. A six-word short story that's heartbreaking? I wanted to find out what this was, so I did research. I found it. Do you want to hear it? Yeah. Okay. So here's Ernest Hemingway's six-word short story that's heartbreaking. Ready? For sale, baby shoes, never worn. I know, right? That's pretty amazing, right? That's pretty amazing for six words to be so affecting, right? For sale, baby shoes never worn. I want to do something similar. <laughs> I also wrote a six-word short story that is heartbreaking. Would you like to hear that one? Yeah. Here's my six-word short story that's heartbreaking. Unopened box of condoms. That's only four, dude. Hold on. Starts out sad. Unopened box of condoms. Just expired. Oh, God damn it. Oh, shit. It gets you, doesn't that fuck? Oh. It's so hard. Relationships are difficult. Married 38 years. That's amazing. Good for you guys. Congratulations. That's really great. I don't, I've had a hard time with the whole relationship thing. Cosmo, I think Cosmo fucked it up. Partially. Cosmo lies. I read this Cosmopolitan article that said that the top two traits that women look for in a man. You can confirm or deny, but the top two traits a woman look for a man is a sense of humor and honesty, which is bullshit. That's bullshit, because if I went up to a, a woman in a bar and said, I want to put my pee-pee in your nana, that's funny and honest. 
And it's never worked for me. And it's never worked. Did you guys argue? You ever get in a fight? In 30 years, that happens, right? Sure. It happens too. I, I, I got in a fight with an old girlfriend. We're, it was a stupid argument. And arguments happen, but it was a stupid argument. We were arguing over was stupid. The argument was whether or not Anna Pack went is hot. That's what the argument was. <laughs> you know what I mean? You ever been in one of those arguments? You're arguing, you're like, what is going on? What is this? Why? What is this happening? I, but here's the circuitous pretzel logic that led to the argument. I think Anna Paquin's cute. She thinks Anna Paquin is ugly. So using that logic, she thinks I think she's ugly. That's what happened. <laughs> That's what started the fight. I'm like, oh my god, why are we arguing? But halfway through the fight, she said something to me that I'd never heard before, and I don't know if any of you women, and there are several women in the crowd, I don't know if any of you women have ever used this tactic, but it's brilliant and brutal at the same time. But she looks at me and she goes, uh, do you want to be right, or do you want to be alone? <laughs> That's not fair! That's ridiculous, she's using sex as a weapon. That's not fair. That Pat Benatar said, don't do that, you guys, come on. <laughs> but that doesn't work on me, because I'm old. I'm 60, by the way, I turned 60 this year. <laughs> you can clap, I don't give a shit. Tell my knees that, fucking A. But, and, but yeah, that, does, that argument doesn't work on me, a 60-year-old man. You know why? Because I have golf. That's why it doesn't, that doesn't work, Scott. That doesn't work. A golf course has 15 more holes than she does. <laughs> I guarantee I'm gonna have fun with at least one of those goddamn things. <laughs> That's how that works out. So yeah, I was talking about the whole difficult thing that this whole, we, we as a society, we went through Me Too, the hashtag Me Too thing, which was, uh, we found out a lot of men are assholes, which we should have known that before, but men are assholes. Right, we should have known that. I know. Well, why did you say something? You did, you did know. So we think we're, we think we're all progressive as a society, but I don't think we're as progressive as we think we are. You know what I mean? And here's the reason why I said I always hear this phrase, especially in this town. I always hear this phrase whenever somebody gets a job, books something, or gets a promotion. I always hear this phrase. Whose dick did he have to suck? You know, have you ever heard that? You may have said it, right? Whose dick did he have to suck to get that? Which is bullshit, right? Because that implies that men have all the power. You've got to go through a man to get, the, to get a, any kind of advancement in your thing. You know what I mean? Whose dick did he have to suck? So we think we're all advanced and whatever, but we're not. You know what I mean? And we're not going to progress until that phrase changes. Until somebody books something we want, and someone gets a promotion that we want, and somebody says, whose day did he have to hear about? Yeah. Well, we, well, we have advanced as a society. That's difficult. So I wanted to be a better man. I want to be a better man. I want to be better. So I went and saw that uh, show, The Vagina Monologues. Anyone see that show? Yeah. Have you seen it? It's pretty amazing. It was. It, it is. It's, it's a great show. If you haven't seen it, go see it. It's very informational because I learned... Wait, what's that? Someone not laughing and just laughing at vaginas randomly? This is fine. But I learned watching the, the Vagina Monologues that the clitoris has 8,000 more nerve endings than a penis. Did you know that? Yes. You, you. <laughs> The, cl the clitoral bonding happening right there, you guys? Ah, yeah. The clitoris
Congress has 8,000 more nerdlings than there is. I find that unfair. That's unfair. That's not fair. 8,000 more nerdlings? That's got to be amazing. It's got to feel great. And if that fact is true, then yeah, I want one. I want a vagina. I want to. I want to have a vagina. It's got to be amazing. I'm not saying cut my dick off. I'm just like put it on my thigh. I'll shove a hot dog in it. That's got to be amazing. I will have a, a thina. <laughs> Woo! That joke was written on way too many edibles. You understand what I'm saying? A thina? I wrote that whole thing so I could say Bathina. What's wrong with me? I have a dog. Any dog owners? Pet owners? Pet owners? Yeah. Dog? Dog. Dog. How long have you had your dog? Eleven months. Oh, you just got him. What? Cool. God, you just got her. Nice. Good for you. My dog is fourteen years old. He's old. But when I got him. He was just a, a little black shit machine. That's all he was. I was oh my god, but he's cool. He's, he's a good guy. I am the guy in Burbank. I live in Burbank. I'm, I'm the guy in Burbank. So I, here's a, a pet peeve of mine. I hate it when people don't pick up after their dog. When they're walking. Does anyone hate that? Yes. That's ridiculous. I hate that. I'm the, I'm the one on the Burbank must message boards, Burbank Facebook page, Burbank Twitter feed. I'm all pick up after your dog. If you don't pick up after your dog, you're exactly what came out of your dog's ass. Like I'm that guy. So I was walking my dog a couple weeks ago. There's poop all over the the, little, the sidewalks and whatever. I'm like, it's just making me mad. And I look across the street and there's a coyote. Big coyote. Coyote, he had, he had like big dick energy. He was like, I'm a wolf. He was like, I'm a coyote, big coyote. He's walking across the street and he sees me and my dog. My dog's half chihuahua and half neurotic Jew. I don't know what, I'm not sure, but he's, he's small. He's a snack. He's a snack to this coyote. The coyote sees my dog and he's eyeballing my dog and eyeballing me across the street. Then he walks kitty corner across the street looking at us the entire time, eyeballing us the entire time. And I'm like, Oh yeah, and I always carry a, like a, a golf club with me. I've got a golf club. So he's looking at me, kitty corner, he's looking at my dog, looking at me, looking at my dog, and he looks at me and he squats down and shits. <laughs> you ever made eye contact with anybody shitting before? Like, like if you're in a public restroom and you just look through the crack real quick and you're like, oh fuck, I said, shit. I said you never, but this wasn't that. This was power. This was, he was bullying me by shitting. You know, and he's looking at me like, ah. Nobody's picking this up, faggot. That's what he's looking at. That he, he's like, I know you. He was like, he was like it was like Al, Al Pacino in The Godfather. I know it was you, Fredo. He called me Fredo. He called me Fredo. How did he know that? How did he know that I'm the older, less successful brother? I don't know. I don't know. That's a power move, right? To, to stare someone down while you're shitting. <laughs> More comics coming up. This is their. Those aren't my jokes. These are. <laughs> this is my set list. The, the comedy is one of the few professions where you can have a set list. You know what I mean? Now, there are some professions I don't think you'd want them to have a set list. For example, I don't think you'd want your dentist to have a set list. That would be a bad thing, right? Good afternoon, Mr. Fernandez. Today we're going to be performing a, a root canal. <laughs> We're going to be anesthetizing you with a little thing we like to call funny, laughy, gassy shit. I'm sorry, I have poor penmanship. I apologize. I don't, I don't know. 
So uh, I turned 60 this year. It's okay. I'm, I'm okay with, with, with being 60. I am in the part of my life where it's no belts and no shoelaces. I'm, I'm at that part of my life. You know what I mean? It's all about comfort in my life. I'm nine years old. I, I'm okay with the whole being 60. I've lost, uh, I'm, I'm working out. I'm trying to, I'm, I lost a little bit of weight during the pandemic. I, I'm doing. P90X is bullshit. No. I've been doing P90X for about uh, three weeks now. So far, I've lost $120. That's all. <laughs> really? Here's another thing I've been doing during the whole thing is this thing called cold shower therapy. You guys know what that is? It is what it sounds like, right? It's, you're taking a shower, and then after you're done with the first part of your shower, you turn off all the hot water, and you step into a, a cold shower. And that's supposed to help with body maintenance and fat loss and whatever. So I've been doing that. <laughs> Anyone ever done that? Yeah, because yeah, you're not dumb like me. <laughs> But I did it, and if you, when you do it, it's crazy. I mean, it's, it's a stark, brutal shock to your system. It's almost angry when you step into that cold thing of water, right? I mean, it's like, it's a shock, but then after about a minute or two, that's well, okay, it's fine, you get used to it, right? It's kind of like a, if you went home and you found your girlfriend cheating on you, but she was cheating on you with Katy Perry, you know what I mean? Like, oh, what, you're cheating on me with a, oh, hey, Katy, what's up? You know what I mean? It's like, it's fine, it's okay, that whole thing. Or for like if you women, if you were to come home and find your husband cheating on you, but he was, he stopped with Katy Perry and they all stopped to listen to what you, how your day went. That, that, that's kind of, that's kind of how that went. Coyote story, you got that? Any questions so far? That's right. Here's how I know I'm old. My dog has a bad back. That's how, that's how I know I'm old. I sneeze farted my back out. You ever done that? Sneeze fart your back? That's that's a hard one. Achoo! Why? That's what happens. I'm like, why? Like uh, cramps? Anybody get cramps? And, uh, yeah. Oh my god. So I play golf. I walk 18 holes golf. Thought I was doing good with the exercise thing. And then I, was, I laid down to take a nap and I got woken up by a cramp. And you ever had that? A hamstring cramp? I mean, I'm, I'm having a nice nap, and then boom, I'm like, oh, shit, oh, fuck, oh, it's cramping up. And as I'm trying to stretch out, you know, if you're just trying to point your toes or whatever to stretch out the hands, the left one went. So now both my fucking, both, my, fuck, my, my dog's like, what's up, dude, what's going on? I'm like, oh, fuck, I seriously considered calling 911. I, I, I didn't know, I didn't, am I gonna die from my leg cramps? Stupid. That's stupid. That's old. That's inappropriate. I said that. All right, I'm getting out of here. So, did you have fun? Yeah! There's more fun to be had, by the way. There's two amazing comics coming up after me, so you guys have that to look forward to. But here's how, here's my dismount. And it goes back to the whole gratitude thing and my dog. It's a weird story, but stay with me, because you have to. So, <laughs> what are we gonna do? Uh, so, uh, yeah, I was walking my dog, and uh, my dog likes to eat Q-tips. He's always rooting around in my bathroom by the trash can trying to find Q-tips. He likes to eat the Q-tips. So I was walking one day, and he squats down to take, a, take his poop, do his business, and he's struggling. His legs are shaking. He's having a hard time. And I look down at my dog, and the tip of a Q-tip is sticking out of my dog's ass. I'm like, what the, what? 
is going on here, dude? So I put the poop bag on my hand. I reach down and grab the tip and pull. And an entire Q-tip comes out of my dog's ass, completely intact. A Q-tip has gone through the gastrointestinal tract of a chihuahua, completely intact. And as I'm pulling this thing out of my dog's butt, he's looking back, oh my God, thank you. Thank you so much, dude, I'm so grateful. And that's what you people have done for me. Every once in a while in life, you need someone to pull the Q-tip out of your ass, and that's what you guys have done for me. Please enjoy the rest of the show. I'm gonna bring up the next comments. You guys ready for some more? Yeah! Thanks for listening to the Laugh Gallery Podcast. Please remember to like and share this episode with your friends on social media. Laugh Gallery is brought to you by Crew S Studio in Los Angeles, California. And our theme music was created by Dan Ubik, and that's me, at Dan U Productions. Special thanks to our partners at We Edit Podcasts, Polymash, Riverside, Captivate, and Burbank Podcast Recording Studio. Thanks again for listening to Laugh Gallery.